Eclipses simple violence manifesting itself as angry diatribes he unleashes upon the internet. He is Rictor Mandercad. Signaling doesn't cost you a dime. The other, whose sexual prowess is, prowess is only known to one himself, Miguel Zambora Fisterlad. Fat, fat, fat. Oh, baby. Fat, fat. Oh, babe. Oh, oh, fat, 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 uh, uh, oh, fuck, fuck, me, yes, I'm fucking me. And finally, the voice from the void, a man so generic, his presence is felt only by teacup schnauzers. Listen as they battle the forces of overprivilege mediocrity and being overtly American in beer plus three coming soon to a podcastery near you Yay! excellent <laughs> delivery I hope so that's, uh, I, I feel like we should do another take but I'm in yeah, tears that's, that's yeah, fun you know as big a fan as, of cinema as Kim Jong Un is I'm sure he would have been a fan of that introduction. you know what have you seen he his haircut lately it. I, you know, I, I, I got a chance earlier this week to see his haircut, and I'll have to say that I thought it was rocking style. I mean, you know, I, I, just, I, think, it's I think it was okay. I think, mm-hmm. I think, yes, I think it was inspiring, not to his people, but some people somewhere. I just, I think it's, it's great that rock. North Korea is okay with being led by a broom. <laughs> I think exactly he's fun. just a lesbian, and he just doesn't know it yet. No, I mean, that's, that's, he, that's all. Well, you know, right? recently there was this picture Ooh. that was about him, and I think he was just trying to step outside and go, look, I'm a human have, being. Has anybody watched that movie? I've, I have not yet. I really oh. want to watch that movie. Yeah. I've heard it's... So many reviews. I've heard lots and lots of reviews. Yes, and yeah, none, none of them, of them are... The, everyone's like, it's a mediocre comedy. Yeah. None of them have inspired That's, me to watch it. Yeah, I didn't... Um, honestly, the, I saw some ads for that prior to the big controversy. No, I wanted to see times. it. The ads. The ads yeah. made me want to see it. Oh, it made me not want to see it. Yeah. That's I just, yeah, it screams it's you. <laughs> Your RC Cola. Well, yeah, that's true. You're if, they, crackers. if only they'd had an RC Cola product placement in that in the trailer, mm-hmm. I would have gone to see it. I would have been right on top of that in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. <sighs> so yeah, so he's um. You were mentioning him being a lesbian, but you guys have heard about that the thing with his uh, like his ex girlfriend. What? No, I haven't. You hadn't heard about? No, that? no. I didn't know he had a girlfriend. Explain, his, sir. He, yeah, well, an he had an ex girlfriend, and he and... didn't just kill her. Like how could you leave him? Yeah, he did. She, he did. He had her executed. Um, uh, he really ex, did. Yeah, it was his ex girlfriend, and 
The, well, okay. See, this is one of those things where you look at it and you think, "There's, <laughs> He's there's defending a, Kim Jong." No, 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 no. I'm explaining to you what it looks like. But there's like a, a reason. No, there's a reason no. why she was really he had her oh, head removed God. from her person. <laughs> but it was justified. She wouldn't shut the fuck up. Uh, no, her the, head uh, was really small, and the rest of her was normal size. It's hard not to look at the story and think that he had this arranged or did this because it was his ex girlfriend and was pissed at her. And supposedly she had. She was I think an he actress. called it "quote unquote" an abortion. <laughs> oh, that's foul. Oh, that that's is not really good. dark. Yeah, but you laughed at it, didn't <laughs> but they, uh, that's... he? Uh, they. It was his ex. Sorry, baby, I love you. She was like part of an acting group. Part of a. It was a like troop. Two, two different I acting think it's groups. Called a troop. Troop. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> They don't call it that in North Korea. Is she one of the kidnapped ones? Is that where we're going? No. She was not one of the kidnapped ones? They were accused of making pornographic movies. Which, and even if it's true, um, personally, I think it's a BS story. I don't think they really were. I think this was trumped up. And they executed the people who they claim were involved, including his ex-girlfriend, by putting them out somewhere. I think it was like out in in a yard somewhere, bringing their families in. They had to watch. And then mowing them down with machine guns. So that's. Well, at least I didn't his... starve them to death and make the people watch. Uh, no snacks. I don't know oh, if that's really. Oh, if you got to witness somebody starving to death, do you get popcorn? <laughs> Come on, you got to have a snack. No, I don't think that merits a snack. No, but, uh, but it's yeah, only that shitty fucking sweet popcorn. Oh, have you had what? Korean popcorn before? It's probably Korean popcorn. Do they eat sweet popcorn? They do eat sweet popcorn. Oh, it's a snack. They're you, you can, if you go to the Asian store, you can get the Korean popcorn. It's tasty. It's, it's it? I think we've, it, I've never haven't had we it. had that on the podcast. I before? think we have. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 not fascinating. It's it's just you know it's like oh it's Korean popcorn. You know what it. was really good? The sriracha popcorn from Kettle. That was oh tasty. yeah that was good. That was genius. Another was Tinder date gone right. <laughs> He's the only Tinder date gone right. right? Yeah, so anyway, so Kim Jong-un's new new haircut is inspiring. Yeah, his I, new do. I could give a shit it's less. It's punk rock. I like it. I don't, you don't know why you guys are being so critical of it. Are you saying you like it because you really like it or because you know that people's reactions are going to be to mock it because it looks ridiculous? No, because I thought I thought it was kind of hipster. Like, no skinheads in Mohawk but, You know, it, it, I, would, I would take a fashion cut like that if I thought I could get away with it. He's got no critics, right? Nobody's telling him his haircut sucks. Okay, yeah. If I was wearing that, I'd have so many people making fun of me and I'd feel bad about it. <laughs> You know, I think Kim Jong-un should get all serious and shit. He should just shave his head. <laughs> have like the, Yeah, he, of course he's going to look like some sort of deflated beach ball, but who gives a shit? <laughs> no one's going to say anything. He should just shave his head and just go serious on motherfuckers. He should wear a different wig every week. What? Oh. So he should be like Roger from uh, American Dad? Just different outfit every day, different wig, different character? What are you talking about? You guys don't watch American Dad? No, I tried watching it earlier this week. Actually, as a matter of fact, I tried watching it last weekend, and my yeah. my daughter and my wife shut me down. I was, they were like, "Oh, put something on Netflix." I was like, "Oh, I like this American Dad. I've caught it a few times." Like I was in Canada yeah. watching it. It was yeah. funny being in Canada watching American Dad. <laughs> but uh, I was like, "Let's watch it." So I put on the it's ironic, uh, eh? I put on the first episode, and it's like I'm, watching uh, Red Green down here, eh? And they're like, "This is stupid." Why you? And twenty yeah. minutes in, I had to turn it off. Oh, no, this shit stupid. is funny. I, I always laugh at that show. I think it's great. 
I thought but, the first few times I've caught it, I thought it was great. But does he change? Pretty funny. Does the alien change outfits? Yeah, he just kind of randomly oh, yeah. seems to switch into different uh, characters or personas. Suddenly, yeah. he's like got a you know he'll have like a woman's wig on and a dress. He's certainly he's... based on uh, <coughs> uh, uh, actual human. Yeah. Um, and I'm a fucking horrible human being that I can't remember this incredibly wonderfully entertaining he's, entertainer. He's based on an actual. Oh yeah! Have you heard his voice? Yeah, um, I'm. I'm gonna. I would guess. Did Paul you watch Hollywood? Yes. Thank yeah. you, Paul okay. Lind. That's what I always hear when I hear that. Yeah, I hear that he's voice. based on Paul Lind, of course. Paul Lind is one of the most genius entertainers yeah. of the 20th century. Please, yeah. I don't know who this person is. You've never, you're yeah. fired. <laughs> you were so fired, beyond fired. I'm googling. You are no longer. I'm taking away your passport. <laughs> if you don't have a passport, you're never getting one. Do you know who does uh, his voice? You're gonna take a guess. Seth MacFarlane, same guy who does Peter Griffin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah no, Stewie. I know, Seth I know who that is. We That's... were just talking about that tonight. Uh, as far as the Oscars yeah. are concerned, Seth MacFarlane was one of the funniest Oscars I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I have to I... apparently talk straight into the mic. I know, even no, no, I'm no, the no, loudest no. motherfucker just be a little in the room. Closer. You're like halfway across the room. I'm halfway across <laughs> the room. I didn't see it, but I'm gonna say <laughs> David Letterman was probably better. David, oh, hell no! David Letterman was shit. No, he I was that one. He was fucking awesome. It was awesome. boring, and no. I didn't laugh once. David Letterman. Okay, I laughed twice. Yeah, Did, isn't he what? the one that went Uma? Oprah, Oprah. Oprah. But that's his shit. Uh, that's just his like, thing. Oh, really, that. dude? That's, that, that's, that is Letterman, though, to a T. That's his, his comedy. His is sh- No. Nick. So Seth MacFarlane hosted the Oscars. Yes, it was fucking hilarious. Okay, the, he did I a know. whole song on. Uh, I've seen your boobs. <laughs> I've seen oh, I've boobs. seen that. Okay, yeah, I've seen it that. was fucking I didn't know that hilarious. In all the songs he did, was he just called the entire crowd <laughs> of super mega millionaire stars yeah. and just called them all out. Yeah, and cool. I thought it was hilarious. So that's your genius. that's a guaranteed way not to be invited back to do it again. Pretty much to bruise all the egos in the room that are and already guess what? Inflated. Ted Two is coming out. Can't wait to see it. Oh yeah. God, yeah, forget it. I, I love the Ted. first one yet, but I need. Oh, to. you need to watch Ted. Yeah. Fucking genius! Yeah. So who was um so, what uh, Thunder Buddies? What's the British guy that hosted the Oscars that caused all that got everybody's panties in a twist? The uh, Ricky Gervais? Oh, Rick Rick Gervais. Yeah. yeah. So what was uh, what's the deal with? That? See, I don't watch any uh, shows because so I don't know he's what... mostly just a dick. <laughs> he is. He's hilarious. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. he's a complete and utter dick. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the difference between like him and Seth MacFarlane it's it's weird because usually the British are really understated. Yeah. And really just kind of. You know, very quiet. Yeah. And they make fun of you in a way that you quite don't quite understand as an American. Yeah, yeah. It's usually very um, subtle. But him, he's just like right in your face. You're an asshole. Oh. <laughs> and the funny thing about Seth MacFarlane, he, he came out straight and started doing it straight and then built upon his own assholeness <laughs> in a way. And... It was so beautifully done, oh, and he did a, such a great job yeah. in the assholy way he should have. Assholishness? <laughs> is, is that a what's that? Who's the who's the guy? It's who English. Fuck you! It. I can make up any word I want. Who's the guy that currently? If bling is a fucking word. I can asshole-y. do assholiness. I will give you that. We're not speaking French. If it was French, you'd have to find words that already existed and then combine them. <laughs> and to that, sir, I'm going to say what. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, who's the guy though that does it now? The guy who's done it for the last few years, um, isn't? Um, you know who's doing it this time? NP motherfucker. Billy H. Crystal, Bill. Steve Martin. 
<laughs> no, Billy Crystal did it years ago. I think last year. I don't remember who did it last year. Whoopi. It's got to be Whoopi. Oh, yeah. Could so be this her. year, Somebody it's bring back Whoopi. Could be NPH Robin Williams. She's going to do a great job. <laughs> I mean, oh, do yeah, you no, not know who NPH is? And uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Thank now that you. once I heard the initials, I remembered who it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, going to do a I'm great tripping job. balls. <laughs> tripping balls. That movie did did wonders for his career. If it had not been for that movie, I, I don't think he'd ever had. I, as much as I respect him as an actor, I don't know if he'd had to come back minus that movie. I don't mm-hmm. think it would have hurt him or his career as an artist, but certainly in Hollywood and and on TV. I think he would have never had the comeback as far as how famous he is now. As far as would it hurt him as his as career person? is concerned? Yeah. Because he is one of the Broadway stars. You go to New York, there was a time when you will always see him on Broadway. Mm. Because he's an incredible stage actor. Him and Michael Keaton. Uh, a, a singer, a dancer. No, yeah. actually him and Wolverine. Oh, what's his name? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that. I've heard he's... Uh, Australian. Yeah. Dean Inda. <laughs> he's from Dean Inda. But you know what's funny right is um, Neil Patrick Harris was on the Jimmy Kimmel show a couple nights mm-hmm. ago. And I watched it. And um, this little moment jumped out at me. At one point, um, they're, they're talking about... Um, the Oscars, and Jimmy Kimmel says this. He goes, he goes. You know what we should do to get this a little more interesting this year? We should start a rumor that you're secretly straight. And <laughs> it was, it was really funny. You know what? The funny thing is that Neil Patrick Harris actually had a little moment of, like, what? Like he wasn't even sure if that was a joke. And <laughs> no, we couldn't do that. And that, it just, it occurred to me. I it was think like, it was more like, I don't think we can do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, I am so not straight. Yeah, I don't know. He seemed a little taken aback by it too, and I just thought that's kind of funny. You know that we've actually progressed enough to the point where a gay man on TV, national no, TV, you, could be him and me and Neil Patrick Harris and Jimmy Kimmel uh, have a, become a comfortable good, enough with it. A but. good, a good uh, portion of the uh, the well, I shouldn't say good portion. Enough people who matter in the in America aren't, wouldn't be you shocked mean by it. The West Coast and the East Coast. Yeah, pretty much everything in between and down at the bottom. Um, there's Fuck nobody those guys. in between yeah. that would be okay with that. Yeah, but I just I thought it was kind of funny. They that, think he needs to go that, to a camp to become straight yeah. again because oh, yeah. he's got a mental illness. Well, he doesn't need a camp. All he needs is the right cunt. <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's oh, right. No. He just needs the right woman. <laughs> he just needs to get fucked real good, and then that's gonna fuck him straight. Just oh, fuck yeah. NPH straight. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. I a woman to fuck me straight. Really. <laughs> I'm sorry. No woman has ever fucked me straight. Love you, honey. <laughs> okay. So anyway, yeah, I'm selling a couch. A by the way, a <laughs> you've got a couch for sale. Yeah. <laughs> I have never fucked on your couch, which is not something I can say about anybody else's couch in here. That's true. You, you never did. It's out in my garage right now. If you want to make a special, I think he's even fucked in my special... own daughter's bed. Oh, yeah, no, I have. Oh, yeah, okay. Is. Well, yeah. it was really nice. It was snowing outside. It was cold. It was a perfect little moment. Yeah, it was, no, that it was romantic. Awesome it's one of the few things about my house is if there's a fire going. Yeah, no, it's it was, amazing. It, yeah. That was actually one of the. Rom- I, you know, I remember that fuck. Because it was cold and snowy, and I was snuggled up to my wife. It was a ladies and gentlemen. It was not with my daughter. No, oh no, (laughs) 
probably yeah, should it, clarify. I'm sure yeah. it was with yeah. his wife or another uh, woman. Maybe of, not. Who knows? Eight. Or some animal. Somebody <laughs> consenting. Somebody consented. There was consent. There was that squirrel that oh, bit the fuck yeah. out of me. He invited it back into my house. That fucking squirrel. I'll teach you to bite Jeff. <laughs> Can I, you're getting anal, squirrel. You're taking up the ass. Like you know the difference on a squirrel. Like squirrel pussy, squirrel ass. We don't know. I know the difference between brown and pink, and even a squirrel is brown or pink. You can't fool me. You cannot fool me. You no, know, you're used to so about this I'm... far away. Squirrels are this far away. <laughs> so anyway, so you have uh, you've explored other people's couches, huh? Yeah, I have. Absolutely. Yeah. And who hasn't? Who hasn't? I fucked in his house. Yeah. 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 Well, really? I, I am you, the loudest got fuck this... in the room. No, but you're so far back. You sound Shall like... I project? No, not like that. Just sit just All right. like that. I, I do I believe do you that. blew the levels there. I've seen the levels <laughs> actually I blow. This. I can do this. Oh, and it gets even louder. Yeah. So. All okay. he's got to do is speak okay. from his diaphragm and project across <laughs> the room. This is, uh, Absolutely. There's not much magic to it. How do you speak out of Come one? On. What? How do you speak out of one of those? It's, you, everyone has a diaphragm, bitch. Mm-hmm. Put your le- legs it's apart. What, and, it's what makes your... I'm gonna oh, hit that you, one, that I'm one. I'm going to hit you with the sriracha. <laughs> I'm going to tighten up the sriracha. I'm gonna I want to hear about Mike's couch adventures. I want to hear about Mike's couch well, adventures. I mean, if, couch we wanted, adventures. To, if we wanted to lead into Jeff's diaphragm adventures, I mean, there was a time he was in fucking in my bathroom in the middle of a party where his wife was using her diaphragm, but he was he was obviously quiet. Made me think of that. You know, I don't know if he's involved or not, but I hear a lot of noise coming. Hello, my friend. Hello. Do you remember this incident? Nope. <laughs> It was so funny because the door was banging, like the bathroom. The, bath, the bathroom door was doing one of these numbers, and it was like, ah, ah. oh, it was a slow one. I like that. That's no, nice. it was a it was a slow hard fuck up against the bathroom door. Oh <laughs> Nicely God. done. Yeah, but it wasn't so a couch, if, so I, I don't know who's fucked on yeah. my couch other than me. But I know at least I've fucked on my couch. I know well, other I, people um, have fucked on my I, couch. Uh, I've seen them, but I. Uh, just thought you know if you like it like I said if you want to if you want to come back to Bellingham you're welcome to break it in before uh, before, before Miller Jeff picks it up tomorrow. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure somebody else Who's has already fucked on your couch. Uh, Jeff Miller's buying our couch, so really? he's, he's sparing me the hassle of going through Craigslist. Which, frankly, after everybody's advice, personally, I, was, I think he's just attracted to couches. Yeah, yeah, maybe he's, he's he wants to fuck couches, but. <laughs> He doesn't know he's getting a virgin couch. Like in his mind, he's got to be thinking he's oh, got a couch that's already been fucked on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's a virgin couch. No, but uh, but it's, it's potentially. Not, it's not. Well, his daughter does have a boyfriend. No, don't go there. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> okay, nobody does. You know what's very nobody funny does. though? We have a rule in this podcast that you have to read any text that you get. Yeah. yeah. And my wife just sent me a text. <laughs> Both the kids are gone. Dot dot dot. We could be breaking in the sofa. Wink. <laughs> 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 not kidding. Done. That was like just sent about five minutes ago. <laughs> well, what are you doing here? I mean, we can excuse you. I think we could probably um, handle the rest of the gear. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Here's my final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So Five-hour energy, me. anybody? I mean, you might just tell her, just, you know, hey, hit the five-hour energy. We could wrap this one up rather quickly, or Jeff and I could finish. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. We already She's did been one up, podcast with that. She's been up since 3 o'clock. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, if it doesn't happen right when she said that, 
Yeah. Well, no, if she's smart, she'll just fall asleep on the couch. When he walks in, just a little touch, a little tingle, a little... Yeah, little You're going to reach behind. Out. Oh, are you serious? Because <laughs> I've, I've done and or seen that before. Um, where where she's like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. Oh yes, yes. You've witnessed, and my... then and then and then not your wife. That's <laughs> that was a dream I had. Ah, uh, okay. Strangely <laughs> enough, she had your head, but that's beside the uh, point. She carries around with her sometimes. Yeah, I know. Not that head. The oh, other one. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was your wife's body with your head on it, and then his cock for some reason. We don't know why. I don't know why. I dreamt about this. So. It was this conglomeration wow. of my friends All and their wives and their heads. Talk has turned it into therapy. Yeah, it was this Shiva fucking thing with all the arms and the heads and the. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. I wish I had that dream. I've never been that's, fucked so well in my life. That's uh, interesting. <laughs> have you been fucked by Shiva? I have not. Your been friend fucked. Shiva? Um. Well. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Maybe that was her name. I didn't catch it. There's lots of arms. There might be some wheat and a sword and a dagger and no. some other things. A dildo, maybe. There's that <laughs> vibrator. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Button oh, yeah. plug. Never. But a sword. did it have like a, like friends' faces with the big boobies and the <laughs> and then there was a cock hanging out kind of off the side. Oh, you had to just just rub out and. Just while she's, uh, <laughs> it, it, do you just rub like that, or you just grab it and then swirly on the head? Swirly well, no, on I the just because a bad technique. Already That's slick. You're already sweaty. You're sweaty. You're slick. You're just going at it, and you just you just start rubbing away, and then once in a while you just reach over and you know you just suck off and maybe spit on it a little bit, and you're good. So That's consensus good. is there's nice. no way you're buying a used couch and getting one that has not been fucked on. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. That that would be the consensus. Yeah. But, I mean, what if you're... At least the, every the couch, impo- no matter how new it is, yeah. because showroom, don't care. <laughs> one of those motherfucking salesmen in there has rubbed one out on that couch <laughs> every fucking time. Like, I bet you don't even want to buy it, right? Like, if it doesn't have a hint or a scent or that aura of, hey, I've had some action, you probably don't even want to buy it. Like, it doesn't doesn't hit your animal instincts. Have you ever been in, like, a furniture store? Like, Ikea. They, they've got, probably got a dude in Ikea that that's just no, his job. No, no. He breaks them in. He breaks them job. in. There's some guy named Sven. Who's fucking just... Sven, are you done yet? No, not done yet. Well, hurry up. We've got another couch over here that needs to be Sven. I have to disassemble it first. Um, no, 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 no. But there's there's not a f- piece of furniture in the world that has a, either. That you go into any <clears throat> new, used, whatever fucking furniture store you go into. Yeah. Y- what's going to happen is you're going to go in there and you're going to look at this furniture. You're going to inspect this furniture with every fiber of your being, right? Mm-hmm. That includes you, this, you, the sniffer. The sniffer, the fucking eyes. Oh, God, no. You know how many people for are those of us on that, that thing? For those of us that go a little farther, you might lick a part of the couch. <laughs> you know, you know. Uh, if your wife yeah. is up for it, you might. there might be slight penetration near the couch to make sure she feels comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you never know. But there's always that one part of the couch. There's always that one that you notice that, that I think that's a stain. I don't... Is, is, is that a stain? I don't. I don't think that's a stain. Yeah. 
and then one of you is going to go up there and go and and just kind of touch it, it yeah. and start scratching it. It's a little crusty, honey. I don't. Oh. Be a stain. I don't. I don't know what that is. Could be it's something crusty. It's a little crusty. Yeah. It could be coffee. It could be. It could be. Uh, and eventually, some some rye-ridden fat fuck is going to come over and try to sell you this. And I've I had a Krispy Kreme. It's been broken in. <laughs> no, he jerked <laughs> off on the couch earlier. Well, couches are sexy. They're very. Sexy. He uses the word faggot way too often. Yet he jerks off to gay porn. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> I would have never guessed. I mean, the thing about a couch, though, right? The thing about the couch is it's multi-platformed, so there's all kinds of angles, and... I mean, a bed is so flat. There's only so many things you can do on a bed, but on a couch, there's so much more things Have you, you can Have you taken experience. your bed apart, like taking the top off? Taking the top Take off. It. Okay, you're not that adventurous. No. I'm good. I'm good. Go on. <laughs> the top mattress? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, wouldn't that be a little Wait, why would, you, why would you do that? Like on the box spring? Okay. If you, if you don't know, we'll just keep talking. Go ahead. I, I, I'm guessing he's talking water sports. Um, no, 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 no. Ooh. Yeah, no, that wouldn't work out well. Because he wouldn't want the water sports to like, leak into the mattress. No. You Have you seen that, that cute big. little squirrel that water skis? Mm-hmm. It's adorable. <laughs> so would you, uh, would you say that a, a couch that hasn't been broken in in this way is bad luck? I would. There's no such thing as a couch that hasn't been broken in. Yeah. That, I would also say that, too. I, I don't think it happens. I think, I think when they say, oh, this couch is kosher, I think rabbis have fucked on this couch. Is <laughs> really what that means. So what I'm, what I'm, I guess what I'm saying is, even though I haven't fucked on your couch, I know one of your friends at least has fucked on your couch. On my couch? Yeah. You know this for a fact? Well, no, I'm just saying odds are. Oh, oh. Our, oh. Odds are. I mean, if it wasn't me, yeah. I don't know who it was, but... <laughs> I'm sure somebody did it at some point. So I wasn't aware that this was like a tradition that you try to try to fuck on other people's couches. I've never. Uh, yeah, you've never. You've it's not, not a, a that challenge game? or a tradition. Yeah, okay. That's a Mike thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get a point. Well, we did. Deanne and I, when we were very young, we stayed at a friend's house, and she let us sleep in her room. I think you're only and couch I, I haven't fucked on. Everybody else has pretty much been done. Uh, yeah, you're gonna have to be very sneaky about that because I don't think Deanne's gonna allow it to happen. She's got like. But she furniture lot, radar. Right? She sleeps She's a lot. Got furniture I don't think radar. Any of us have ever spent the night at his house. This is true. <laughs> exactly. And, and now and you're not going to. How are you? How are you supposed to have intercourse or copulate yeah. with with this motherfucker watching well, over you? We, we used to break into places though. We used to like just let ourselves in. Right? Nobody's home. Window. You push against. Oh, slide. Seriously? Oh Jesus Christ. That's a. Uh, I yeah. grew up in the hood, bitch. I know, I know how to. I know how to crap over. I don't think personally I would care if if a friend, if Have a couple you ever had did sex that. In a, a, a video shop. No. Oh yeah, yeah no. <laughs> you ever had sex at a pizza parlor? Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. Who hasn't? I haven't. A church? Seriously, yes, not but even not a, a pizza parlor. A church? I've never done it in a church. Yeah. Wow. And that's where Dave's son was conceived. So yeah. Wow. Hey, Dave, we got that together. His first son, not his second one. Interesting. Which are about 25 years apart. Yeah. I'm being asked to bring wine, so I'm going to do that because that's my duty. Bring wine to what? To somebody who's sitting in the other room waiting for wine. <laughs> Go pour a glass of wine for your wife. Fetch the wine. Who is blaring music going, God, why are these motherfuckers meandering on about whatever the fuck they're just flapping their jaws about? Well, you know, we it's could furniture talk about the... and fucking on furniture. Yeah, 
or well, I was gonna, furniture. I was going to say that Deanne and I did that once at a friend's house in her bed because yeah. she let us sleep there. And actually, we did that in two different two different situations. Mm-hmm. One friend didn't give a crap. In fact, she came in the next morning and started yanking the blankets off the bed, just seeing how far she could get before we got pissed off. Before her hands got wet. And went, <laughs> oh <laughs> no, she was guys. just she was just trying to trying to cause trouble. But the other one, we slept in her bed. Did whatever else we were going to do in the bed. You fucked the in next the bed. morning. It came out in conversation. <laughs> but and a bump. Whole, yeah. <laughs> and she hit the. I mean, she hit the ceiling. She was pissed. She was absolutely livid. Mm-hmm. She goes, "I can't believe I let you guys sleep in my sleep in my bed, and you did that." No, and it was we like, didn't just sleep in your bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, here's, here's the here's here's the worst part. Is that, they had attached to her room. Her room was like in the back of the house, and there was a little family room with a TV. And that was all. It was almost like its own little apartment. It was just. It was there with a little hallway that connected it to the rest of the house. And we also that night did it on the couch. <laughs> so once, once not realizing her grandma lived with her. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> grandma's in the corner going squeak, squeak. Squeak just rocking but, away, and yeah. all of a sudden she gets faster. Squeak, squeak, squeak. Sorry, squeak. Grandma. Squeak. Sorry. No, but we uh, was we, uh, fine with it. Yeah. What's we? Uh, so I didn't all volunteer that info after she freaked out with the with the one bit of it, and so we we ended up leaving. But what's really funny is uh, so you found her later, couch and in her bed. Yeah, nicely done. Yeah, and I thought she was okay with that when she said, "You guys can sleep in my room and have that back room all to yourself for a while before you go to bed." I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Gotcha. So she didn't like that. But what's funny is about a year later, her parents were giving the couch away, and Deanne and I needed a couch at the time. And so we were like, yeah, we'll take that couch. (laughs) That couch has some memories attached to it. So that was the couch we had when we moved up to Bellingham. We've already paid for this couch. (laughs) We're a part of this furniture. (laughs) Well, at least the furniture is now part of us. Yeah. So uh yeah, I guess I guess I have done that at least in one instance, broken in someone else's couch. But uh she, she didn't like the idea though. But I, I I don't think I would care if, if friends did something like that. I know my wife would care. She would be she would have the freak out. She'd reaction. be slightly livid. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing but, uh, there, Ben? Uh, that's okay. We're just capturing the sound of you making French fries. All right. We all need. We all have wife with. Well, that couch. We all need wife with need. No, we just have wife. Well, your couch is in there. It's waiting to go. I want you to go. Wow, waka waka Yeah. So yeah, um, I was couch has seen so much tail. Come on. Trying a very ham-fisted seg into the uh, superstition discussion by saying couches that haven't been broken in are bad luck. Though. They are bad luck. Yeah. So is so, opening up your New Year's uh, envelope uh, from Chinese New Year's. Uh, if you've ever experienced Chinese New Year's, you'll, well, you'll no, get this envelope full of money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not usually full of money. Maybe if you're rich. No, it just has money in it. I mean, it's just for good who, luck for them to who, give yeah. that away. Who gives that to you? The Chinese people. Chinese people. Well, I'm going to have to do some New Year's. Chinese New Year's is, is probably the best holiday this planet has ever seen. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Christmas. Fuck our New Year's. They celebrate that bitch for a long time. The only thing I can't say yeah. fuck to is Halloween because it's fucking awesome. 
Yeah, I fucking love Halloween. You can't beat Halloween. You can't beat Halloween. Uh, no, the wife and I went out for uh, Chinese food yesterday, and as a treat... Where'd you go? Just curious. Here in Blaine. They make really good Chinese food in Blaine. Oh, do they really? Do they? I mean, it's not San Francisco, bitch. <laughs> okay. But it's, okay. It, I, I bet you it's the best Chinese north of Seattle. Huh? Okay. It's way better than anything in Bellingham. I accept your challenge, and we are going there tomorrow. Okay, it's way better. tomorrow. We're going there sometimes. It's way yeah. better than anything in Bellingham. That's all I'm going to say. Even uh, Dragon okay. River? Have you been there? Yeah, fucked up. Dra- What's the Dragon good? River? No. That's a little Why would you downtown. want to drag the river? <laughs> it's called dredging, by yeah. the way. I yeah. mean, and you don't want to that, do that. That's good, but it's a little bit different cuisine. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I, I do enjoy that place. Too. <laughs> well, oh, there's okay. there's Cantonese but and Mandarin, so you have Szechuan. to figure out. There's Szechuan. Szechuan. But yeah. that's really from the south. Szechuan is the yeah. south. China. But but e- each one of those dialects have their own set of superstitions. But I don't think any of them fuck with that envelope they give you. So what do you? Okay, so what's the proper handle? No, they're the all, they all stem from the same area. I've learned so much about China in the mm-hmm. last two months. Yeah, it's a fucking. Awesome Is it a big place. deal at the casino Chinese New Year? It used to be. It does, it's not anymore. Because it was yesterday, and I expected you to have some kind of insight. And no. Like zero. Oh, it was yesterday? We used to do it. The Chinese New Year was yeah. yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah wow. it was. Of course That's it was. Cool. Did you not see Google? No, I didn't see Google. You're a douche. I was too busy look, to look at Google. He was watching but, movies um, and shit. Yeah, yeah, no, I wish. I wish I was watching <laughs> movies. Um, so, okay, so I'm sorry. We He's interrupted you. Trained. So what's the proper handling of the envelope? Uh, you just keep it. Make sure you have it for the day. You hold on to it for the day. Yeah, you, you don't can't. fucking look in that bitch because you don't yeah. want to like judge anybody for how much money they. You get. don't have to treat it like a baby. I thought sure it was a safe. fucking quarter, but the kids actually had the nerve to look because they didn't know that you shouldn't fuck with that shit, and it was yeah. a dollar. And I thought, well, they gave each one of us a dollar. That's like four bucks off the top of our, you know, what I gave them back. I was like, yeah. and they're giving motherfuckers all day long a dollar. Everybody who comes in is getting a dollar. So mm-hmm. interesting. I thought, well, that's got to be a really big hit in the tank. Well, you have to remember the the the. Uh, but they're uh, they're willing they're willing to get that karma back, right? They're giving it away, knowing that it's going to come back. That's to my them. point is is that like Buddhism, that whole karma thing came from a, a, like almost a thousand years before Christianity was ever even conceived of. No. Um, but uh, when it when it came to China, it just boomed. And I'm sorry, I love China now. I want to go there so bad. <laughs> but um, I, I love the culture. I love everything about it. And, and that is a huge part of it, even, even as it seeps into Taoism and, and, and legalism and, and all the, the Confucianism and all the different, uh, quote-unquote, philosophies or religions that Ta- you want, you want that has stemmed from China all the way from India came this this Buddhism and it just seeped its way into every aspect of Asia and it's beautiful and that's one aspect of Asia is is I was explaining to him earlier tonight no. um, uh, actually in our uh, uh, next and or after that podcast or just a special edition podcast could be that um, I, I remember being in San Francisco and I'm just walking down the street and this guy stopped me and said here you need this well was I was like it? what the fuck and he gave me this envelope uh-huh. opened it up and it was one million it was like this dollar bill but it was one million hell dollars oh what <laughs> and I went what is what are hell dollars what the hell is this he was like just keep it Always keep it on you. Yeah, I like how the guy was like dumb enough to stand around. Not only he he gave Jeff the money and then didn't run. Yeah, 
He's like, oh, I'm going to have a conversation No, I'm with just some guy. dude, white dude in Chinatown, and this guy was he like, gives hey, you, one, you need one this. One million hell dollars. One says, million hell dollars. He says, when you give and, this to someone, uh, say, Valar Mogolis. I, 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 I asked him, what the hell is this? I, 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 I didn't say what the hell. I, I was respectful. I was a young man at the time. I was 21, 22. Yeah. And I, I, I said... I don't know what this is. Thank you very much, but I don't. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this. Yeah. He said, "Just keep it on you. Keep it with you, because in the afterlife you may need it." <laughs> and then, of course, I went along that my way, and turn. I was like, "Okay, I put this in my wallet, and yeah. I just I kind of kept on." And then my uh, Mr. Soon, who I've talked about before <laughs> in San Francisco, my boss. Yeah. Will you wave? How my hip you? <laughs> Yuffie, fun for you. That guy. I fucking love that I guy. I feel like I know him now. I, I, <laughs> well, it's the guy that took the stack of porn home every night, and it was always new porn. Well, he had to be able to do reviews. He always brought it back the next day, of course. And none but, of them were sticky. Um, Watch the scans. Nonetheless, he, he, he actually explained to me that you have to remember the Chinese, they're, uh, the, the, the Asian way of, of thinking about heaven and hell completely and utterly different from the Western world. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that's been explained to me in uh, the certain lectures I've been listening to, heaven. Mm-hmm. You, we've all heard the, uh, um, the mandate of heaven. I've heard of it. I'm not sure I know what that yes. is. Uh, in the West or in the East, um, the emperors of China had the mandate of heaven. Okay. In the, um, it started at a certain time. Doesn't really matter. Uh, but my explanation of the oh, mandate of heaven. I thought you their, were, I, their difference between like our um, in the in the West. Mm-hmm. It was the uh, not mandate of heaven. What was it? Uh, was the uh, bring it on, bring it on, come something on. divine, the divine something. right. Yeah, that's it. That's it was the divine it. right of the ruler. Yeah. The difference is the divine right was God has appointed me this yeah. thing that I am now your ruler. And oh, in the West? This. In the in West. In the West, you were actually yes. a king or a royalty was actually considered like a, a divine low right. version of, like, like almost part of God. Essentially, yes. Yeah, that was crazy. But in the East, yeah. the mandate of heaven, you have to realize that their view of heaven... Yeah is completely different from the Christian thinking and the Western thinking. And when I say Western, I mean the Middle East as well. Mm -hmm. Um, The East-West divide was a creation of someone else. So you have to realize that uh, whether it was Muslimism, 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 apparently their muskets are much more powerful than ours. just listening to a podcast where you struggled with that. (laughs) Thank you very much. I'm a douche. But in the East, the mandate of heaven, their their idea of heaven is the way the universe plays out. Yeah, yeah. It's the universe as a whole. Yeah. So in their eyes, the manifest of heaven, manifest, the manifest of heaven. <laughs> the manifest of heaven. Manifest of heaven. All of a sudden, we're all of a sudden Fox fucking news. <laughs> Um, no, uh, the, the manifest of heaven is, is something that if there's a rebellion within yeah. the empire yeah. and they win, yeah. that was the manifest of heaven. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the world and the universe has spoken. Well, that ties into the whole Taoist thing of, you know, everything. No, in Taoism the- is so... 
Yeah, it does. Cheese ball. The, oh, do you well, know but the basic it's... philosophy of, of Tao or Tao? Yeah. Yeah. The concept of every everything has an opposite, you know, response. I don't know how to phrase it properly. The, the basic of philosophy of it is do nothing because it's not going oh, to matter. Oh, yeah. but That is the basic philosophy. That's I'm, I'm talking about the basic philosophy, not the future philosophy of of what became of that particular way of thinking. That's a religious interpretation no, of no, a philosophy. No, no, it's the, philosophy, the philosophical. Yeah. You have to remember, Taoism, uh, um, legalism, and uh, Confucianism are all, none of them were original Originally, uh, well, religions. None of them. Oh no, I were know that. That's why I'm saying they the were all philosophies. They were all yeah. ways of thinking about life yeah. and viewing uh, life as it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a so philosophical Taoism, view. Taoism and uh, Confucianism were complete opposites. Taoism mm-hmm. was the lack. It, we, I, I'm so ill. Equipped. It's hard to put to all this fucking, kind of stuff. In yeah, I, I'm horribly ill-equipped to explain this, but they were all about doing nothing. Doing nothing is the better way of of going about things because you're not going to change anything. Mm-hmm. All that's going to happen is you're going to repeat yourself over and over and over again. But that's and and when you go to Confucianism, yeah, it's all about activity. Yeah. It's all about doing the greater good for the greater good. But it's those a, those are those are religious takes on no, a philosophical No, those are philosophical whole, takes. You got it flipped. Re- you got it flipped. No, I don't. The philosophy is in Taoism that every force in the universe has an opposite effect. And so what you're seeing with people who say what you're describing, that's a religious take on that philosophical no, it is not. idea. It's the exact opposite. Look it up. <laughs> I have looked it up. I have listened to at least 3 or 4 Treaties on yeah, this. Yeah, I've read a lot about that. But okay, so we'll agree to disagree about that. But the uh, no, we won't. The basic we'll still disagree about that. <laughs> well, if we disagree to disagree, then we agree. Then we're agreeing to not disagree. Would you shut the fuck up and get on with whatever your fucking point was? <laughs> oh no, I don't know. I wasn't actually. I was just pointing out. So that, legalism. Uh, that, what's your view on that? Is that something that's good, bad, or indifferent? Legal. I've never even heard of this. What is mm-hmm. legalism? Uh, legalism around the same time that uh, Confucianism and, and, of course, Taoism, mm-hmm. these all became kind of philosophies and, and the way of thinking at the same time within China. Mm-hmm. And they were all kind of a little bit different from one another. Right. Uh, like Taoism was something that was completely different from Confucianism. Mm-hmm. And Confucianism and Taoism was completely different from, well, not necessarily completely different, but... They were they were opposites of legalism. Legalism was all about the state and how the state worked. Oh, legal. And you oh, should okay. have been. You always listen to the state, right? And the state is correct no matter what. Right. As far as Confucianism, the state. Uh, if you are part of the state, mm-hmm. you need to do everything humanly possible to make the world and your people happy. Of course, we're talking about people as in this class, that class, and the other class. Taoism was very kind of that rural uh, way of thinking and very superstitious uh, as far as a lot of the other thinkings were concerned. Hmm. And this is 800 years before... uh, Christ? 
sure. The the what do they call There's it now? A lot of um, the BCE. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have to remember that the these things are coming from a something more, different, a more involved, yeah. a more evolved state of looking well, at things. I, I'm sorry, I would consider uh, China, at least, especially. Uh, uh, even 300 years ago, more evolved than most of the West, even though the West was more powerful and basically raped them. Well, parts of the... I mean, there were a lot of little pockets on the planet back then that seemed to have gotten far ahead, but it's like it's almost like the... Yeah, the but that always happens. That self- always happens. If you, look at, yeah. if you look at any kind of even ancient history, yeah. there's always pockets that were like somewhat ahead. Yeah. I mean, look at... I'm sorry, Greece... It was yeah. so far ahead. So was Rome. Crazy. In in many different ways. But yeah, I, my, there was billions of slaves, but there was also the oh, thinking yeah. that, uh, I'm sorry, that, same-sex marriages weren't a big deal. Ass-fucking um, was okay. Ass-fucking was okay. That was actually in the military, I think it Greek or Roman, one of the... Oh, Roman. Romans. They consider that a form of bonding between the commander and the troops. Yeah, you just ask fuck mm-hmm. them all. It's, I mean, you think about the difference well, it, in the attitude with just that. Gay sex, it's uh, blowjobs. Is that, that come in hand yeah. or come in ass? Though I wonder. <laughs> it makes a big difference. <laughs> Do you think they carried couches around with them on the battlefield? To- well, uh, they're um, always. This was. is Rome, of course. <laughs> they're <did>. with. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been carrying couches just for that reason, right? Because you can have one guy on this end of the couch and the other end of the couch. And then on this, I don't the back think, of the couch. I think we should leave it to our our, our listener to look up all this shit. We're going to leave it all on his shoulders. There we go. Yeah. You are you are now our researcher because <laughs> we don't get guess who's our intern, our listener. And wait till you hi see, Jeff. Wait till you see how we bond with you. <laughs> you think Jeff is ever going to look up Taoism, Taoism, or whatever you want to call it, or Confucianism? Tell him it's tell him it's this new kink. Yeah. <laughs> no, tell him it's it a new car. He'll be fine. <laughs> That's all. well. You know, he he has plenty of time on the Boeing floor. You know, it's not it's not like airplanes need to get made or anything. Oh yeah, you know, you wouldn't want to make sure the airplanes are being made correctly. Yeah, yeah, That's no. funny. He works at the same place as my uh, cousin's husband, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff Miller. Jeff Miller, yeah, he's probably not the only. He's not. He's obviously not the only Jeff Miller working There's there. There's so many Jeff. Miller. I went. I went to school with a Jeff Miller. Not only was he born on the same day I was born, mm-hmm. but he had the same middle name. Wow, Jeffrey Scott. He was Miller, of course, and I was Swatman. But yeah, yeah. wow, that's interesting. Quinky Dink. What are you going to do? I think he was born a year earlier than I was. Did that make you a little superstitious about anything? Uh, it didn't, <laughs> but I would love to hear your superstition, sir. Um, I don't. I don't actually. I pride myself on not. not are you buying into? Hold on, on. Not having superstitions. I'm going to. I'm going to pull the rug out from under me, under me in a minute, though. He prides himself on only having on, two. On, <laughs> I pride myself on having fourteen. I added that extra one, 14. so I didn't have thirteen. Not thirteen, by the way, sir. Yeah. 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 Um, no, I think superstitions are fucking ridiculous, generally speaking. But, um, I walk under one, every ladder. I, I look for yeah. black cats to walk in front of me. <laughs> I hate it, though, because that was drummed into my head I as a kid. I look for wives yeah. and then have them tell me tales. <laughs> that was drummed into my head as a kid, though, and to this day I'll still catch myself. It was myself a terrible like joke. A, I apologize. Like with an umbrella indoors. I'll catch myself that little moment of, oh. I shouldn't do this because really then I'll, then you I'll seriously like, do that? Yeah, it's still I have that little moment. I don't give into it. I'll open it if I need to open it, but it or walk under a ladder or whatever. Can I, it's can stupid. I tell you guys a story? What about exactly that? The umbrellas. Yeah, inside. I remember. Uh, yeah, inside. 
I remember That's this maneuver, right? At this <laughs> Skagit, as the world would know it, the Skagit Valley Casino or Skagit Valley Casino. The wrong kind of en- uh, uh, shut up. Mike's making an obscene gesture just yeah, for the is, listeners. Is, it's an umbrella indoors. I'm sorry, you don't he's, get he's your Tinder account back up and let me see some videos. Hand, I will let you do that all day long. His hand is entering some sort of orifice and then opening. Anyway, so okay, um, we were working there. I remember Dave was working in the gift shop, and at that time, the gift shop had umbrellas yeah. kind of displayed up yeah. there, yeah. and it said "Casino" and yada da da, and there's not one Asian human being that went in that shop. Oh, no kidding. Yep. Do you know another thing that uh, a lot of the Asian guests would do? Yeah. What's that? If there was a pregnant woman dealing cards, yeah. they would never go there. She has too much luck. Oh, oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. that's really funny. Superstitions are beautiful and genius. They're interesting, yeah, because you know that they have, they have origins and stuff. But um, oh, the one, absolutely. The one that my mom really believed in, and to this day it still freaks me out a little bit when it happens, is that she she claims every time a bird flew into our house, somebody in the family died. And that was uh, something she she believed that. And she probably still does to this day. She's like, 32nd cousin removed. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like you spread out far you enough, somebody's, somebody's dying on any given day. But... um. It was like uh, probably about five or six years he ago. Died we had a, of a broken heart. Yeah, we had a bird fly into the house, and, and I had that like Pavlovian response of "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was like, "This you is were well trained, sir." Yeah, I know it's dumb. It's really dumb. I I know it's stupid, but and of course nobody died. Nobody that I know of. But you know, I still have the response, I still have the reaction. And then, rich uh, of course, you haven't heard of yet. The few He's times leave you three point two million dollars. Yeah, the few times we've had birds run into our bay window. I think, oh, you fucking! <laughs> How dare you try to kill someone in our family, you fucking bird! <laughs> How rude! No, that happened like uh, about a year ago. We had a little bird hit our window, and it fell onto the porch, yeah. completely still. That's a question. Yeah, what if your cat goes out and kills a bird and brings it to you? <laughs> um, then one of your family members is going to be killed by a lion. Let's hope so. Yeah, that would be awesome. It'd be exciting. It'd be <laughs> well, it depends exciting. on who it is. You want you don't want somebody that you love to get. Well, you want that douchebag who probably yeah, molested right. your cousin. Oh God. So. Yeah, but that douchebag that you know molested his cousin wouldn't enjoy this beer as much <laughs> or, as I am. He could be the same <laughs> uncle that might have molested the exchange student they had at the, in, in 1984. But the exchange same. student would have really enjoyed this Wander Session IPA. Oh, is that what this is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I have a little brief, not too interesting story to tell about Wander. Is that right? <laughs> we had a bunch of visitors in town this week from uh, at work, and they were uh, involved in some training. And I've just we're been doing that next paper. week. Oh, okay. just get used Tuesday. To the fact. Oh, okay. Um, so he was one of the guys in the group that visited. He lo- he looked we're at me. He goes, it. he goes, where do you go around here for a good beer? Fucking anywhere. Yeah, and I know I said, well, take your pick around here. It seems like we have a lot. And, and he goes, well, okay. He goes, what would I narrow it down to if I wanted to go? The best? Yeah, and I, best I said, I said, there's a place called Wander. And, and he goes, okay, that sounds cool. He goes, uh, and then he's asking me about it. And I said, I go, look, I'll meet up with you over there after, after we're done. So we get there, and it's like immediately he walks in. They had the door closed, the, the little yeah, sliding the big thing. door. He comes walking in. And I think the front of it kind of put him off a little bit. Fuck him. No, no, no. The front, not the front inside, the front of the building. I think it because of the look on his face. Well, it does look look like like this industrial park. Yeah. Which is 
essentially is what it is. Because the look on his face when he first comes through the door, he was just kind of like looking like it was like, what the fuck did this guy? Where's this me guy to? from? Just uh, East Coast, California. And oh, so he, uh, uh, they've got a couple of good breweries down there. But oh yeah, 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 not a lot. But as soon as There's he walked in, we have more good breweries in Washington County than they have in all of the entire fucking state of California. But as soon as he walked in. He saw the place. He saw the people. He saw uh, his face just the expression just changed, and he stopped for a second and looked. And he's looking around, and then he sees me. And he comes walking over to it, and he goes, "This is really special." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, didn't I tell you that?" Yeah, and he then and he you looks, just said, "No, it's Bellingham. It's Bellingham. <laughs> We've got a place like this on every block." Yeah, it's it's funny. I it, I've never had anybody ask me for a recommendation about any of the places. Yeah. I even told him, you know, I said. I said, uh, you know, you, while you're here, you want to try Colshin. I told him how to get there and where it is. North and then, Fork, for sure. Yeah, I even threw Aslan in there for the hell of it. I said, I told him, I said, be ready, though. It's a different vibe, and a lot of people don't think the beer is as good. We're but used to check it out. Yeah. I go, well, you might Sir, as well check it out. have you ever heard of douching? <laughs> <laughs> I think I used the word Applebee's when I was describing it. <laughs> <laughs> you're even better than my job. That was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it was just really cool. It was really cool to see someone from out because I, I kept thinking, you know, because I got there first and I thought, well, what if he walks in here and he looks around? Well, and he what says, did he this think is of a the piece beer? of shit. What did he think of the beer? Oh, he loved it. He was because he, he looked at the beer list and he said, he goes, oh, wow. He goes, what should I try? And I go, throw yeah, a dart. Yeah. I said, all of them are great. You know, I style. told them a few. I told every them every style, few the I best tried. of every style, like yeah. everything they do, oh. any style, it's the best of that style. Yeah, and I just uh, I just use the phrase the few that I had tried when I looked at the menu. I was going down each one, every single one of them I had tried except for this one down at the bottom. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, that common, that uncommon. was the Skagit River root beer, but whatever. Oh no, it was the one <laughs> up above. Yeah, <laughs> that I thought was kind of a funny addition to the menu. But uh, yeah, he got three different ones while I was there. Um, he got the Bellinghammer. Oh, that's he a got, good Scottish. Yeah, and he got. That's good. Oh, I can't remember what else he got, but every time he would he would start drinking, and he would go, "Oh, wow!" You know, his whole reaction was just like this moment of like this almost. And you should have been very. You should have been very sage and went <laughs> and just bowed your head and. Of course. <laughs> but of course. Yeah, that was kind of cool though. Um, it feels good. You know, the, it, it feels good to be proud of it. It of is actually, yeah. Here. That's why I was this just. This is where we're from. This is what we live. And yeah. This is how we live. Because I was just saying that he could have walked in and looked around and thought, and the, the first yeah, expression. This? Yeah, this maybe that would have just hung on his face the whole time. And he looked and said, okay. This isn't what I was thinking. Well, we all know so water's fantastic. We don't even have to yeah. review what we're drinking right now. We know that it's. Unfortunately, terrific. you this took him good. like to the top. You took him That's straight actually to the fucking top. What I thought okay, afterward, that was rude. I thought I should have built up. <laughs> I should have built up because he uh, he actually found Boundary Bay on his own. Oh, I'm sorry. I know, and I because t- yeah, he goes, yeah, but that would have been a good place, place to here. start. He probably would have yeah. Oh, this is this is pretty good. This is well, pretty he actually he really wait. liked it a lot. He likes it a wait. lot. Just yeah. wait, and then you go down the street to to fucking Colshin, and and he went, wow, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. You can't get yeah. better than this. And then you just take him to Wander, and just yeah. And then North Watch Fork after headings. Wander. No, that's true. That's yeah. true. You yeah, try yeah, that scotch out there. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, the only thing that Wander is is kind of lacking yet is their A tier beers, right? They've got a lot of these B beers that are like super good, but they're missing like the triple B- IPAs. B- uh, 
Oh, you, wait, we've got a triple we've IPA. We've got a triple IPA right here. From Wonder. Oh, I don't think I've... What is that? It's called Boot Toss. They've got the Shoe Toss, right, which is the oh, Rye IPA. Oh, which... That's it. That's it. Shoe Toss. At first, I told him he got the Boot Toss, and I and I said, yeah, I've had that. It's really good. And then I was looking down the list, and I saw Shoe Toss, and I go, oh, no. That's the one I hadn't had. The that's boot the, toss. The boot toss. It was like it was confusing with the shoe toss. And so that's I told him, I go, oh, yeah, actually, I've never had that before. So uh, that's interesting that you guys this have This is the boot toss. It was $10 for the half growler, by the way. Ooh. So it, it's that, special. That, that's it's a, that's, a, that's it's a A-class. Special. That's A-class. This is A-class. This is your A-game. <laughs> this is their A-game, right? Yeah. This is where they got to bring it. Yeah. And we haven't had their A game before because they haven't made too many A game beers, you know. <laughs> every beer is their A game. Well, every yeah. every beer is yeah, very special, like but they haven't made a lot of like uh I know they're getting into if you walk oh. in there. <laughs> He's going to pop his his uh business. <laughs> it's not going to pop. <laughs> Are twist, we waiting? Twist. Are we waiting? We're just not trying to Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a solemn moment. This is you're this gonna, is divine. You're going to pop this your top. This is where priests just stop talking. Okay. And then they whisper. Taoist priests or no? It doesn't matter, man. It doesn't matter. Okay. This is life. Pop it, Jeff. Pop it now. It's the medicine of life, not life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very well done, sir. That's a nice sound. Almost no radio silence. <laughs> Holy shit! It. I bet you it smells amazing. Yeah. Because because the other breweries, <laughs> like last week, we had one of Deschutes A game beers. We had not the Stoic, and it was fucking fantastic. It was, yeah, it was good. fucking fantastic. That it was extremely is, is good. As the Irish would say, "It's fucking fantastic." <laughs> God, that's that smells really no, good. No, no, hand it over. Just smell. Just smell. We're like teenagers surrounded by a bag of <laughs> BC weed. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, that's yeah. pretty much what we're doing right now. Yeah. Except, guess what, bitches? It's legal. <laughs> Even if it was BC weed, still legal. Oh, we're in was, Washington, bitch. It was funny watching you know uh, watching everybody's reaction when that topic came up. All these visitors from out of town that we yeah. had. Oh yeah, somebody made some, somebody made some joke about buying pot. You know, oh, where do you buy pot around here? I said, yeah, that's right the there. store, yeah. <laughs> a store. And then trust me, there's a store every oh, fifteen yeah, feet. Yeah. It's like Starbucks, <laughs> but better. Be- yeah, no, you're you're not lying. Better than Starbucks, I'll give it that. <laughs> Even in Blaine, we've got a pot store now. Do they write your name on the side of it, Mike? Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike. We've got an order for Mike in Cotton Candy Glacier. Glacier. There's a pot store in Maple Falls. There's a pot store. There better be pot wow. stores out there because what else are you doing? Nice. Skiing, <laughs> which what? you can't do without dump having that in a tote. Glasses, bitches. I'll dump a I'm little not bit do it from over I'll here. Dump a little bit. You know how everybody so, else pours him a beer, but he just hands you the bottle. <laughs> I'm a selfish cunt. That's okay. That's uh what is that uh philosophy? Speaking of philosophies, the uh libertarians. The libertarian oh no, no the objectivists. No. That's what their that's what their philosophy is. I've never heard of the object- That's what libertarians believe, the idea that you I understand life, the libertarian kind yeah. of belief. But well, the the Ayn Rand thing about her her philosophy was 
you shouldn't go through life trying to be nice to people and be generous and take care of other people. You should go around be in life being selfish and take care of yourself and you first or me first. And the whole that's the whole philosophy. And her idea was if everybody behaved like that's that. That's douchey. Yeah, it's extremely philosophy. douchey. But her, her whole concept was if everybody behaved that Fox way, News it philosophy. results in a better world. Really? Yeah. How? I, you tell me. I don't get it either. And so libertarians take off from that. And that's where the, a lot of their viewpoints come from. They, they really, never, they was, don't phrase I, it that way. The, the funny thing is, is because uh, obviously you know more about this than I do, but I was, I, I, I always thought the libertarians were wow. very much for the people, by okay. the people. That 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 kind of that's how they that kind of philosophy. That's how they market it. But their idea uh, is, you know, it's if you, if like you listen, the Tea Party who are like, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're the real folks. So they're against any laws, that and they keep, use folks too much. Yeah. They're against any laws that, that make employers have to do anything for their that compel employers to have to do anything for them. Well, Health care, benefits. Yes pay. and no. I mean there there's there's a reason why this shit has happened. Yeah. There's a reason why we yeah. have unions. That's yeah, because I always say, you know, libertarians Granted don't. the unions aren't very useful anymore. They're more like racketeering at this point. Yeah. But but well, they, you know what that really all stems purpose. from, though. You you know where it, we. I know where it stems from. Grand the Grand Budapest is where they found all of this shit out. <laughs> you know, it was like a tiny mycosm. You're like probably right. We should probably move on. Well, to well did, did we? But wanna, we're on did some we wanna, philosophical shit here, yeah, bitch. But it's Fuck. it's bordering on political, so we don't want to go too far with this. But um, yeah, it's just what's if you, wrong if you with that? It's to, called a podcast. If you listen, we're to allowed that. to talk about whatever we want. If, if you politics listen, are what we want to talk about, motherfucker. Yeah. We give me some love. Give me some I just love. think it's a it's a buzzkill of a topic. But. Just the three of us. <laughs> yeah, we can fuck it up if we can. Just the three of us. Sorry, go ahead. I like that. Um, <laughs> I would just like to the, see Grand Budapest rolled into a political discussion. Well, before we get to that, though, it's I would because love... because it's super political. It's beautiful. I'd love to give a little bit of we'll time get, to we'll the to Constantine that. thing because um, I'm I'm going to join in Holy with that. Holy fuck, that's a good beer. It is a good beer. I was saying wow while Jeff was talking, <laughs> and hopefully it didn't change the meaning. This beer came into my mouth. <laughs> um. Can we, so, should we give them another wow. fucking phone call? I mean, we started episode number one with giving Wander a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Wander, I want you to let, let you know we're on episode 35, mm. and we yeah. still find your beer absolutely fucking... It's 9.35 p.m. It's, it's divine. <laughs> Nikita misses her papa. So, yeah. So, while Jeff is calling them up, I'll, uh, I'll explain the Constantine thing, which is... The rumor is that Constantine, the TV series, which is... Is it a rumor or not confirmed? Uh, it's just rumored, but um, NBC apparently has not picked it up for a second season yet. So they might and have started the rumor. already... Yes, yeah, but uh, one of the biggest rumors on top of that rumor mm-hmm. is sci-fi might pick it up. That's... Um, somebody from NBC actually came out and said they're not going to do that. And so that's what the letter writing and the and the social media campaign is all about, which is NBC, because NBC owns the Sci-Fi Network, and so the idea is turn it over to them so they build a, a bigger audience. That's uh, and, uh, sweet potato fries. Yeah. But uh, so they're that's, all yours. That's what you people are just saying: give it over to this other channel that you already own, and let them handle it and let them take it over. Absolutely. And instead, it looks like what NBC is going to do is just let it die. And so NBC. I hate you. Yeah, I know. It's a damn good show. It's I not... hate you on so many fucking levels. I wouldn't call it... And then Fox is going to fuck up Lucifer. 
What's Lucifer? I haven't seen what that. The fuck. What's that? Lucifer is uh, um, uh, obviously we all know who Lucifer is, but in <laughs> uh, the Neil Gaiman comics Sandman, Lucifer was one of the biggest stars. Right. When it came to, I think Seasons of Mist. Uh, there was a storyline called Seasons of Mist, mm-hmm. and where Lucifer says, "I quit." Here's the key to hell. Who oh. wants it? Yeah. And of course, he calls upon his friend Morpheus, or the the god of dreams, yeah. uh, Sandman, mm-hmm. and and they're both sitting on a beach in Australia, and he was like, "Cut off my wings and take the key. Mm-hmm. I'm done." And that's what he does. Sandman cuts off his wings and takes the key to hell. And then he has to decide who gets the key to hell. Oh, he doesn't just take it for oh. himself? Nope. He's in there. He's of course, he doesn't and... want the key to hell. What kind of responsibility is that? He's the king of dreams. He's like, I do this. I don't want to do that. So he's walking. So the, he has the, no ambition. Then, he's walking around in San Francisco. In a way, he, yeah, kind of. He runs into a guy with a million hell dollars and says, "Hey, if <laughs> I got a key, hey for Jeff, you? <laughs> here you go." <laughs> no, but um, that uh, I'm going off. I'm I'm a bit off base at this point, but uh, that's essentially what happens in that situation. But after that, yeah, uh, they came out with a series called Lucifer, mm-hmm. which Lucifer. Opens a bar in such and such a place. I don't remember where. And it's his kind of conundrum of dealing. He was a fallen angel. He was an angel. He fell, king of hell, sick of it, moved on. And now he's trying to deal with humans and humanity in a way that he's never dealt with it before. And that's what the whole comic book is about. Well, Fox is going to make it a, proce- a police procedural. Uh, because that's what Fox does. Uh, Fox can suck a dick, man. That's a good story. Why would they fuck with that? I know. I don't get it. You go, Red Rum. I just Red did Rum. the uh, Red equivalent Rum. of a blue screen of death. Why, do, right why do they buy the rights for that and then have nothing to do with, with that story? Yeah, that's weird. That's really weird. Um, like, that's its own story, right? Yeah. Yeah, why would you? That's we've we talked about this before. Why do why do so many movie companies buy the rights to a book and then change the shit out of it? And it's just it's not what it originally yeah. was. All you have to do is go quote unquote that fucking material, or yeah, and it would be it w- genius. Yeah, but they're not pulling in an audience using why the, the name Lucifer, it? right? I mean, they could use Lucifer. No, that's all a- they're doing. They're using Neil Gaiman and a few other names. Yeah. To pull in audience, which they're not going to get. Because they know better. Because they've already bastardized the material. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go fuck yourself, Fox. <laughs> yep. Fuck yourself in your motherfucking Pretty ass. Lucifer, coming to Fox. fucking dildo. Don't lube that shit up. Coming that's into a-, a Fox near you. No, that's how they'll promote it. They'll just say, canceled from Fox soon. <laughs> right off the bat. Pretty so much. this is like a three and a half for me. I, I would give, give it a this four. This is a fucking four. Fuck you in the hand. You're basket. right. You're right. It's a four. <laughs> I'd say it's a 4.2. 4.23. 4.23. You're an ass. I'm not even... God, this is fantastic. This is... This is really good. This is the boot toss. 
I don't remember being this blown away by the shoe toss. So boot the toss boot. triple IPA. I wonder Tri- if it's made with rye though. IPA. Do you think it's a takeoff of the shoe toss where it's made with the rye? Oh, I don't know. I really wish I because it. I haven't had enough of the shoe toss to compare. I'm going to say dunno. Dunno. We we were drinking it earlier, so I might still have. I'm just wondering that I, if I still have it on my palate. I didn't do a palate cleanse in between, so yeah. I'm still kind of tasting that rye type of taste. Oh, okay, right. Where it's a, it's a. Yeah. Where if I was at Safeway, I'd go IBUs means it's got more f- hop flavor. The higher the IBUs, the more bitter it is. There, thus, oh, the more right. hop flavor. The guy didn't understand that hops have more than one flavor profile we tried than that bitter. One. Yeah, Tigo Bitty. <laughs> Tiggo Bitty. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I want to try your Tiggo Bitty Bootleggers Brewery. <laughs> I've had some Tiggo Bitties before. Haven't we all? They never but disappointed. Not in the beer form. <laughs> never in a glass. I love titties. Sometimes in the ass. Have you ever had it at a hotel in Budapest? Yep. <laughs> um. No, I haven't. I I, I have uh, visited a hotel in Budapest before, but only visually. Ah. And auditorially, ah. why don't you but never stop physically. with your fucking segue and talk about the movie you were supposed to talk? I'm about. enjoying that segue. I want to keep going on the segue no, for about fuck five the segue. minutes. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not even entertaining. I liked it. He really laughed, and all. Yeah. He's my he audience. You know, but if I can make Rick he's laugh, adorable, he's adorable. He's adorable. He's like yeah. a big fucking teddy bear. <laughs> Have you seen this motherfucker? <laughs> Look at that hair. Look at that hair. He's pretty, he's pretty beautiful. Oh yeah. Look at that. He's you know what I noticed? You know what I noticed after my last haircut? It's like I can actually you, see. You I can see cut. my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see. I'm a dick. I apologize. <laughs> I'm a fucking dick. I can see like the. the I got a haircut too. That. Yeah, yeah. I, I did it myself with a razor. <laughs> oh, I got a haircut today. Did you guys that. notice my new haircut? No, no, no. Oh, I. Oh, it's oh, a little Jesus. bit shorter around the ears. Oh that's, God, that's Don't. pretty much the only difference. I went and visited Deidre, and she did no. a good job cutting my her hair. Her name's Deidre. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go visit her. She mm. does an awesome job of cutting my hair. I think. Can she do this? She could probably deal with that. She's a stylist. Yeah. She could style that bitch for Can you. She stylist. Yeah. I don't oh, need you like you know. Us? I don't oh. need. Yeah, I was gonna ask. You're gonna go for like the 1920s. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need the 20s. Try pirate. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't need that. I just need. If you're serious, I'll ask her if she if she yeah, can do a beard. Deidre. I'll ask her right now. I just want her name. Mm, I right want to be Deidre. <laughs> well, I'm not going to ask her if that's what your intention is. That's filthy. <laughs> just just text I her be and say, Jeff Deidre Swampman. That's just all. say, can you do Jeff? That's all. <laughs> Who can't do Jeff? <laughs> Nobody can do Jeff. Jeff is awesome. Some people do well, Jeff better than other people, Caleb's, but everybody can do Jeff. Caleb's been trying for a while, apparently. But Caleb, got Caleb could do Jeff. <laughs> yeah. okay. He just hasn't pushed the right on. button. He has, <laughs> yeah, you know, he's, for some reason, he just doesn't know where, but if he, yeah. and then he got it. I think, I think put, when you and I were doing our podcast, we came close to realizing that Jeff is slightly asexual. Asexual? So, yeah. Asexual, yeah. I am. But, Meaning but, not into it? Yeah. Oh. Just not into anything anymore. That I, I've always kind of known this about him, though. He told me right away that he was not into porn, which made me realize that there might be something wrong with him. I'm not really into it either, but I don't. I wouldn't not asexual. Just because you're not into porn, that's probably burning at this point. No, it's it's getting crisp. I'm trying to make crispy fries for you. Crispy fries. You mean for your wife? No, she <laughs> said she didn't want them. She's too depressed now. Oh. Oh, that's oh, not no. good. I love that. So, Jeff, what did you think of the movie? 
wow. What did you think of the movie um, Closer to the Microphone? Absolutely wow. I mean, talk about... I don't, I don't even know what to say about this film. It, it was just... As far as Wes Anderson's concerned, he's been hit or miss for me. I mean, there's some like Bottle Rocket was awesome. I mean, you go on... Where did he miss? Uh, uh, what do you think? Oh, God, not this again. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to go through this again. Move on. Because... <laughs> Yes, The Life Aquatic was a piece of shit. You know what? I watched The Life Aquatic after watching The Grand Budapest. I followed it up with Moonrise Kingdom, a film I Moonrise had never Moonrise Kingdom seen. was genius. Yes. And then I, I, after Moonrise Kingdom, I went into Life Aquatic just to see if it held up. And I thought for a while, I go, oh, well, after watching these last two movies, maybe Swats is right. And then I got to the last 20 minutes, and I go, fuck Squats. This movie is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking sealed the deal Were in the you? last 20 minutes. It was like, I was like, oh, maybe he's got a point. And then, and it's then like by really the end, shitty they, sex, but you still come. Were you were you watching it out of spite? Just sitting there going, Jeff is wrong. Jeff is wrong. Yes. God shit. <laughs> Jeff is right. Jeff is right. Jeff is wrong. No. <laughs> he nailed it. He nailed it. I was. I was like, Jeff is so fucking wrong. I started, Jeff is so fucking wrong. And then 15 minutes into it, when yeah. we you get past, you know, the first little <laughs> act, and it's like, oh well, maybe Jeff is right. Yeah, it doesn't get good until the third act, yeah. and then the third act kicks in, and it's really? like, really, <laughs> Jeff is fucking wrong. Jeff was wrong all along. I knew fucking better. Life Aquatic rules. Life Aquatic. I'm gonna have, like I listen said, listen to a couple, freestyle rap over here. Apparently. Like I said a couple episodes back, um, I'm gonna have to. Be the tiebreaker on this one and watch this yeah. thing, and maybe I'll do that by the next episode. So Jeff, Jeff appreciated well, the Grand Budapest. Is there any moments out of it that are you know, like like stand? I mean, what to moments? Uh, uh, Tilda Swanton, just genius in the beginning. Um, <laughs> I love the way he frames every scene. Yeah. You you somehow at points get this wide frame and then come back to this small frame. Almost like a comic. It book. really reminded me of of movies yeah. from the fifties uh, and sixties, mm-hmm. especially adventure films, where something you know Sierra Madre or or I know I'm speaking to the wrong fucking crowd at this point table, but um, a lot of different films from the fifties and sixties. That were just absolutely brilliant, wonderful adventure movies. This movie stood up to those yeah. classic genius films, <laughs> and then just kind of slapped them down. It was a beautiful story, also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with with the table discussion between the writer and, of course, our bellboy, much older, mm-hmm. and now owning everything. Yeah. It was it was beautiful when when it comes back and what's the actor's name the older Jude guy Law? no the um, other one. the older guy I don't know the older guy Ray Fines no Ray Fines is is when the story starts I'm, I'm talking about the older older zero when zero's older does oh, anybody know oh, older oh, oh. zero's name I don't I looked it up today because I thought I recognized him from something else but I don't remember what it is but yeah obviously he's a, Swatman knows he's, he's having a fucking <laughs> Diamond hard poop over it. <laughs> He's trying to pass a fucking turd. He said, "Come on, IMDb, don't fail me now." <laughs> but uh, you, you know, given there was no weak performances in this film, the only performance Absolutely I actually not. felt Absolutely was. Not. The, yeah. But it was funny because it just incredible stars 
just had these oh. menial parts. Oh, oh. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. especially when it comes to the escape scene. Willem Dufoe. Willem Dufoe was genius in this movie, and he had like four fucking lines. Fucking big dick William Dufoe. <laughs> dick too big to get out to replace it with a tinier penis. Penis. <laughs> But when they when they do the scene where they're escaping the country, right, and he's calling all these other maitre d's, all these other... Uh, oh, the cross keys. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. That's fucking... He talks to all these huge stars. Like, I, I love just, Ralph Fiennes and that, that character and the way he spoke. We'll call him Ray Fiennes, please. Ray Fiennes, whatever. <laughs> um, the way, But the way that character communicated was genius. Because he was so refined. Yeah. And yet... Uh, Fuck this! I mean, he just yeah. he just blurted shit out, but at the same time, it was almost like you can see where he comes from, but and at the same time, what he's become. He, he and it was absolutely genius. And by the way, has anyone F, ever heard of F. Murray Abraham? F. Murray Abraham? Jesus Christ, he's been in movies for the last 30 fucking years, and you have the, not heard of him? Yeah. He's one of the great actors he's a of char- our time. He must oh, be a character oh, actor. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. he is. Yeah. Absolutely, and he played the bellboy as yeah. an older... Because if it had been the, the Efron guy, I know who, who he is. Efron? He's the guy who's like in uh, the the Hump movies. Not Hump, but Speed? With the the, the guy okay, from Lockstock, well, I'm stop talking. Lockstock and, and two smoking we'll, barrels. We'll come over here. <laughs> oh, in my opinion. No, uh, I have to throw in. What's that? He's not going to give me the opportunity to throw in. Yeah. Let me let me just okay. Con- go ahead. Con- yeah, go contradict. Go for it. Go for it. And and I would say <laughs> that as fine a movie as this was, the only weak spot of it was Ray Fiennes. Really? Wow. What the fuck are you thinking? No. <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. No. You're a douche. <laughs> The the only problem I had with Ray Fine's character is he has played that character in other movies. If you watch like In Bruges, it's almost the same yeah. character. It's perfect in this movie and it fits, but I've seen mm-hmm. it done before. Yeah. It's the only critique of an otherwise perfect film is the fact that Ray Fine's while he's acting very good, it's a role that he's done before. Yeah. I that's a very light. You are now Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort was not that character. In Bruges was almost that character. It's pretty similar. You're Voldemort. I'm, I'm not evil. I'm not. So keep saying it. It might be true eventually. <laughs> you guys can uncross your swords now. Fuck this um, beer is good. <laughs> no, it feels too good. Um, I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It was. Um, this is the first really Wes Anderson film I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's who it is. It's really the first one you've ever seen? Yeah. And I loved it because right off the bat, I felt like I was watching, and this does, I don't mean he's stealing this guy's style. I meant I get the same feeling from it that I get from watching a Terry Gilliam film, oh. where it looks real, but there's something slightly off kilter about what you're watching. I was, I was, and I was little, actually going to... It's a little strange, See, and I, I had I to look it up. I would have never made that connection. No. Yeah. For me, um, Terry it's, Gilliam is about... Much more surrealism than this. This, little, this has nothing to do with surrealism. He's a little bit same. more. He's a little more surreal than than this was. Oh, but, absolutely. But it's got what I'm. What I mean by that is that the Surrealistic, same. I, I feel like I'm looking into some sort of alternate universe when I'm watching a Terry Gilliam film, and when I was watching this, I felt like I'm looking into another alternate universe because it's like it's our universe, but there's something just funny about it that I can't See, put my the, finger the on. The funny thing is. It, 
I, from what I get, yeah, from what I get, and from what you're saying is, is that uh, t- when when you watch a Terry Gilliam film, yes, you're looking into another universe. You're looking into something surrealistic and and something that is not of our world. Mm-hmm. When I look at a, a Wes Anderson film, I'm seeing our world. Yeah. But a surrealistic view. Well, in both, on in, it. with both those directors, and, I'm seeing. And, and but it, it my, the difference is is that you're seeing something in reality. Yeah. The ludicrousness, if that's a fucking word, <laughs> um, but the 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 ridiculousness of Wes Anderson, from what I'm seeing, yeah. is. It's based in reality because those ludicrous things happen on a daily basis in mm-hmm. our reality. Mm-hmm. And the difference between that and Terry Gilliam is, or Gilliam, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Gilliam. Is, is that when Terry does something, mm-hmm. it is blown up. It's almost more, it's, like Delicantessent or uh, Children of the Lost City. City. What, what is it called? Uh, Children of the Lost City. Yeah. Is, isn't it? Yeah, thank you. Yeah. But it, I, it's something like that that is so surrealistic, yeah. but based in our own reality. So you that it's 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 out of touch, and yeah. only a select few get it. Yeah. When when Wes Anderson does something surrealistic, it is based in our reality. It's more refined. It's it is more refined, exactly. And and when you can you can it's it, tangible. Mm-hmm. But I. Uh, yeah. The the point is it's ridiculous. The the point is, is tangible. Both of those, both of these directors, at least from what I'm getting from him from this one film, is that there's almost like a cartoony edge to mm-hmm. things. And so, oh, absolutely. When I, when I had absolutely. to look it up after I watched the film. I was like, what? Somebody has to have figured out what's causing this. And I looked it up, and it was what's actually causing this. No, no, no. Like, it's like some the, the actual. No, no, it's, no. It's a malaise of some God. sort, and he, I have to. A, I have to figure out what is causing this. Malaise. No, he's been, he, he's been Wes Anderson. <laughs> what's producing the effect? <laughs> you know with, that pressure with, on your colon? Yeah, with Terry Gilliam, <laughs> it's all about. It's like the surreal touches to it. That's what produces the cartoony effect with him. With this, it was something. But it a still lot more touches subtle. reality. It's still. It, oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's not what. Uh, I apologize. That's fine. I'm interrupting. That's um, fine. It's it, as if, what do you call it? Science fiction. What yeah. science fiction is supposed to be? Yeah, yeah. Is what Terry Gilliam does perfect. Wes Anderson could yeah. never do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We no, have to see. It. We have to see him. Try. I was just gonna say but that it, it's it, fucking weird that you mentioned that because earlier this evening, while we were talking about it on the last podcast, yeah. I was trying to sell. I was going to sell my wife. To watch the movie because she hates Wes Anderson. I was going to sell her. He was her. seriously going to sell her. He had her on eBay and everything. It was <laughs> fucked up. Fifty Damn. cents. I had a bid in. Five dollar. Make you holla. I was going to sell her on the fact that it was very Terry Gilliam like. So oh, yeah. it was odd for you to pull that out because I thought I was I was reaching it's a not, little bit, but I felt kind no, of. No, you're like, reaching. It's I, not. I'm sorry. It's not like Terry Gilliam, but it has the same effect. If you're a Terry Gilliam fan, it's, it's I fantasy. Think, I think it's just, you're going to dig the visual I get aspect. It. I of get it. what you're saying. So anyway, so I looked. I wanted to see what was producing this effect on me because it was very subtle. With it's Terry Gilliam, with Terry Gilliam, you see it. It's like okay, he's doing these weird, all this weird crap going on around. You, it's a little more. In your face, I guess. With this, it was really subtle, and so I looked it up. Turns out, a lot of the sets and a lot of the uh, lot of uh, scenes are actually miniatures, 
and they do them very realistic. And so it'll, it's like, you know, they'll have these things incorporated into the scenes and um, it produces that weird sort of like, this looks real, but there's something about it. It doesn't quite register as, as real. But um, so I think that's a really cool effect. And I'm going to have to watch this thing again now, knowing that a lot of the stuff, a lot of it is miniatures, just to see if I can pick it up. The other thing I was going to say about this movie that I really liked is the fact that I've mentioned this a lot of times when we talk about movies on the podcast is that I really like movies. I really appreciate movies that have a subtext that if you're not just into the story and you can look about look at what the message is or what they're trying to talk about underneath. This one I love, and this hits me personally because I really feel really strongly about this, that whole subtext of connecting memories to certain locations and the way that that's, that's what this movie's all about. Really? It's all about connecting no, memories to locations. It, wow. Yeah. Um, okay. He, he, that, he, that's one and aspect in the end, of it. Yes. In the end, you find out that what he connects, and he even says it outright at the end of the movie. With, uh, what but saying, what I love is he, it's not what he, you expect. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he connects his, his short memory of this girl, or this woman that he loved, with this, with this location. Really short memory of a girl that he loved. She only lived for a, a couple of years after they married. Didn't you catch that at the end? I, absolutely. But, but um, I think it's echoed throughout the film how much he loves her. Oh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that I'm talking about this short time in his life where he was with her. Mm-hmm. And oh, he's, absolutely. He's got the, all these intense memories of her associated with this location. And then all the way to the point where he wants to kind of, even the room up at the, up at the top level, the little, you know, the little uh, service room, whatever they called it, where he wants to sleep. And it's all about, because have you ever had that thing where you're looking, like I'll sit at work, I work in a very old building, and I will occasionally kind of trip out on the idea that like this room that I'm working in right now has got a massive history. And 50 years Absolutely. ago, there were totally different people sitting here doing totally different things, and I'll never know what those were. And they have their own stories, and they, they existed here for a while, and they're gone, and now I'm here. And so that's what that movie, that movie's about this constant... They were flow of people through making all these memories in these locations and this oh, just absolutely about I'm, I've been in buildings older ten times older than this country yeah well not ten times five times older than this country I've been in buildings that old yeah and you can feel the reverberation of of history and, and, and humanity yeah. through those buildings. So that's what got me at the end was the at the end of the movie, he's just this old guy who had this great moment in his life, and so he wants to keep coming back to this motel and just reconnecting with that. And, and this may be, and this could be a wonderful segue into our other topic, which was the Valentine's <clears throat> Day love and relationship. Yeah. But to be honest with you, it was... It was, yes, it was his memories, but it was really his emotions. It was, it was the love of his life. Yeah, yeah he, could, he, he became the, one of the richest human beings in Europe. But this simple, beautiful girl with Mexico on the side of her face who made... I'm glad you said that. ...the most beautiful <laughs> and tasty... Petty force. Petty force. Yeah. In whatever ridiculously named Slovakian country that they name this on, which I can't remember at this yeah. point, it was really about his feelings. It was about his not not just his memories, but the, no. I mean, I think we can all. 
I think let's let me as far as being someone who is loved and I'm not saying you guys haven't I'm not saying that in the least but uh, there is several and I hope my wife never listens to this podcast <laughs> there's been several loves of my life uh-huh. and I will admit that right now um, my wife is obviously one of them damn right she is she is one of the loves of my life and no no one can ever change that um but having other women that were also people that i absolutely loved mm-hmm. when i smell something and we've all experienced this when you smell something mm-hmm. and it just boom yeah. Takes you right back to that moment. Mm-hmm. This movie, that, and that's kind of my point about that character, the bellboy, mm-hmm. who absolutely loved this beautiful girl with Mexico on the side of her face. Yes. Um, and made wonderful pastries uh, or pedophores or whatever he called it. Yeah. And then he lived a whole life. Mm hmm. But never quite got over that beautiful mm-hmm. and wonderful human being whom he admired beyond anything he could ever comprehend. Yeah. It was a love story. But at yeah. the same time it was a murder mystery. And yeah. At the same time it was it was all this character study and, and it was yeah. just the most wonderful film. Well the only my only if you, if I had to critique the film and I wouldn't critique it very harshly at all, um, the only thing I would say about this movie is and I think the director realizes it because it was only an hour and a half, which is the pacing of this film and that kind of surreal, perfect. surreal touching touch of it, touch to it that I that I commented on. It's almost it almost it's almost too much to take in. Like I'll I'll then the example I'll give you because I was thinking you guys are going to say you guys are going to look at me and go what? An example I would give you of a film that I love, but I can't watch it in one sitting. I have to watch it in pieces because it's way too much. Is Pink Floyd the Fast Wall? Fashion Furious. Oh, no, Pink Floyd the Wall <laughs> is way too oh. much. It's like way too much shit getting thrown at you. Way Red too Dawn. fast. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Red Dawn. Yeah, that one too. <laughs> that this movie almost gets to really? that limit. Pink it's Floyd just the, the wall? constant. Have That's you ever such seen a simplistic film? It's got it's a lot of shit hammering you the whole more. time. Oh, the yeah, the music's great, but the it's the constant hammering what do you mean of the you. Music's with? great. I'm gonna beat you to death with this chair. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that. I really, I've not watched Pink this Floyd the Wall. Film yeah, is one, one of the sitting. most simplistic films if you've ever actually watched it. Simplistic. As I've watched film, it a lot as a film. Yeah, but it's the music that creates this, but this the, sentimental. And 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 poignant yeah. piece. Yeah. It's like it's like that last piece of the puzzle that you just stick in and go, <gasps> boom! Yeah. It just blows up in your but mind. It, it, oh my god! This is the as, entirety. Of as it. much as I love that film, though, it is hammers you constantly while you're watching it. It can become Absolutely. an unpleasant experience, as it should. It's supposed to be. But yes. that's what I'm saying. On the other end of the spectrum, this movie is so like. I don't even in know fact, how to put it. there's hammers in the film. Yeah, yeah, actually there are. <laughs> um, but the Manchi. this film they're marching. This film hammers you with like the kind of cartoonishness of the world in a way that after I for me an mm-hmm. hour and a half is the right length because another half hour I might have been saying 
I want to watch the rest of this later. No. Because I couldn't. It's like that was the right length for this movie. An hour and a half was perfect. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't know that I could sit through another half hour of that on top of that. As much as I like the movie, as much as I liked it, mm-hmm. it just felt like I'm trying to think of a good way to put this. It's almost like too much candy all in one sitting. You know what I mean? It's like this. It's just nonstop but no, hitting you. I, I, th- I think we both understand where yeah. you're coming from, and it, it, exactly. But I think, as you said, Wes Anderson did a great job, or whoever his editor is, yeah. did a great job just chopping this movie into what was the perfect yeah. fucking yeah. choice cut. Yeah, and but, like I said, that that was a very mild complaint. A, a good very candy's gonna complaint. let you know when it's time to stop, right? Yeah. So you mm-hmm. go, huh? Oh, yeah. You might not want another bite. You just let's quit right now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> if you're done with your 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 review, yeah. Other than I, I'm, I'm, I'm I'll say this is clear my throat. This is a very make rare a like film. A high, make a honey hoe. This is a very rare film for me, in that I'm going to go back and watch it again. And, and I hope I you want, do, and I, I would love watch, to. I want to watch more of his stuff now. So, but Moonrise Kingdom is probably yeah. his second best film, yeah. right. next to this one. Uh-huh. I think I think what you're going to find in, in walking backwards, and that's exactly what I, what I wanted to discuss yeah. was, aside from Ray Fine's performance, which was excellent, it was just I've seen him play that character before. Well, I think we've all seen uh, Edward Norton play that exact character before. Yeah, but it was, it's oh. called Moonrise Kingdom. Yes, but <laughs> but that, that I, was I, so brilliant. I, I watched him in reverse. So I, I watched him in reverse order. I had not seen Moonrise Kingdom before I seen this. And after watching Moonrise Kingdom and then falling back to Life Aquatic, I, I realized um, the thing that, you know, you know when we, we talked about Wong Kar Wai and how uh, uh, t- uh, uh, In the Mood for in Love mood for, yeah. wasn't my favorite movie, even though it was his best. Again, I, we're going to have the same situation with this film. Um, but I'm going to figure out. I know exactly what it is with this film, and, <laughs> okay. and, and Rick Rick's not going to know what it is with this film because he hasn't seen the rest of the 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 history, and he doesn't have the vocabulary, and he doesn't have the history of Wes Anderson that I've I've grown up with since '94 when Bottle Rocket came out. Yeah. Um, yeah, '94 '95. Yes, yeah, some somewhere in there. All right. I didn't um, see it until a couple of years later. When you watch Grand Budapest, and then if you step backwards, as I did, I was like, "Oh, it's Grand Budapest! I've watched it three times now. Let me stand back, and I'm gonna I, let me go back and watch Life Aquatic. Let me go back and watch Moonrise Kingdom, movie, movie I was kind of bitter about and hadn't watched because it was just relationship problems at the time. So I was just, I'm just gonna watch it anyways. I'm gonna get over my my problems. I'm gonna watch but it. But how beautiful! Fucking perfect! Fucking perfect! Not only that, I uh, wept. I, I don't know about many you. times. I, I wept several times. I wept several times during Grand Budapest as well. Um, I got a little choked up at the very end when the guy's getting on the elevator, and that's because of the memories thing I was telling yeah. you about. It's like after going through all this, now oh, that's right, he's heading up to that little room. And I was like, oh god, it was, that's very really sad. Both of them are very emotional. And yeah. Rick, I have not watched Grand Budapest all the way through. It's always been in segments. Like oh, I got to stop. I got to pause. It's too much for me. I got to step back. <laughs> Our poor little Michael Zamora. But he, I know he's oversensitive. It's a lot to take in, I think. Grand, Grand Budapest is at almost as perfect. Not, it's not perfect as, uh, as In the Mood for Love is. In the Mood for Love is an A++. Grand well, Budapest. That, that's my thing. How can you watch 
in the mood for love all the way through, but not yeah, Grand Budapest. Yeah. But but Grand Budapest is is an A plus. It's it, it, but what you it didn't is, answer my fucking question. How can you watch <laughs> one all the way through and not? Because it's not as sad. Because it's not a sad. Uh, really? Grand Budapest has got so many <laughs> sad fucking moments in it. In the mood for love is not sad. It's not. I mean the the scene in the restaurant. Oh, that's not sad. That's a, an exploration of love. And here we've and in Grand Budapest we always have this it's disconnect of love. It's pathetic how sad it is. Mm. And then and then they rise from that. It's mm. it's it's like this phoenix situation. It, I I don't know how to explain. I dig in. I know what you're saying, but I don't have that same perspective on it. That's but my perspective on it. My thing with the Grand Budapest Hotel. It's their low. It's their it's their bottom. Yeah. And my thing with Grand Budapest Hotel is if you've watched the entirety of Wes Anderson's. Uh, history, all the films he's done, you will realize that everything up until this point is a rough draft. Everything he does is a rough draft. And that's what every single fucking Wes Anderson fan and all the critics are saying. It's like, this is what he's been building up to. I've never, I've never, I've never read any of those reviews, so I came up with this all on my own. And, and, and it did. was, yes, it was just did. in stepping backwards, I go, oh, he's been doing this all along. He's been doing the same movie over and over again until he perfected it. And he perfects it in Grand Budapest. There's there's no there's nothing The Royal Tannenbaums, really? It was it was basically the Royal, a life aquatic but better. No, the Royal Tannenbaums That's all it was. The Royal Tannenbaums was him finding his visual style and his characterization. Uh Life Aquatic was him finding a soul within the characterizations and the visual style. But the visual style was already there with uh, the Life Aquatic. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom was him finding a heart. Moonrise Buda- Kingdom was Bu- Bu- hands down his second most perfect film, and this is Gra- his perfect film. Grand Budapest is the perfection of everything coming together. It's the culmination. It's I've done seven drafts. This Fantastic Mr. Fox, even let's not forget about Fantastic Mr. Fox. I have not seen it. This movie is all of those come together. My favorite still, my favorite film is still Rushmore. Sorry. Oh, Rushmore is so good. But it it's dirty. It's not perfect, yeah. but it's got enough heart. But and soul. no, I, I would say it stands on its own as a dirty Wes Anderson film. If if you put it by itself without the Wes Anderson moniker, it stands on its own. Upon it, it stands on its own. It stands on its own. You don't need Wes Anderson or Rushmore to stand on its own because it is what it is. And and it's funny because um, Bottle Rocket was good. Isn't Bottle Rocket? It's a really good start. Yeah, it's a really good, really good start. But I think Rushmore is where he really perfected that. What he was trying to do. It was his lab cab in California, similar to what the Far Side did in their second album, their sophomore album. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know who Far Side is. I don't either. Shh, let him keep talking. <laughs> Not everybody hits it okay with their sophomore, you know? I mean, he did. Wes Anderson did. He was able to take the experience he gained off of a first film and take it and, and make it a very excellent, super good. Rushmore is in my top five. Every time anybody he asks me, he hit out the park with Rushmore. I think. Yeah. 
And it's not entirely his fault. I mean, you throw Bill Murray into a film with uh, this this Scorsese. Yes, kid. but he had he had some actors, young actors, yeah. in that movie that were completely unknown at the but time. But the story had that s- are now relatively known. The story and, has so and, much heart. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, you. <laughs> five hour sorry five hour energy, energy was, uh, is fading uh, Jeff and I have both now contributed yawns to the, uh, <laughs> the podcast so, Mike, Mike would you like to throw in a final yawn uh, no <laughs> yawn. fuck y'all I will, I will give Grand Budapest uh, I, I'd buy at the college education we're always striving to buy a film oh yeah hey, we, we abandoned our uh, buying it a beer it's rating okay. I would buy I would. this movie Beers. I'd buy this. I'd buy this. In fact, I believe I bought a growler earlier today and just poured it out all over the DVD. (laughs) I'd buy this film a boot toss because I like boot toss just as much. Wow, it's fucking good. It's impressive. Fucking good. (laughs) I'd give this boot toss a four. Uh, We've all become NPR hosts now. I really enjoyed the film. Beer plus three. (laughs) There you go. Look at you. That was a world. That was where beer is king. That was very loud. In my was ears. it now? <laughs> bye bye. Good night. You man. know what? We loved Grand Budapest. Yeah. And oh, did uh, we want to briefly touch on the Valentine's thing, or will we talk about that next? Yeah, time? fuck those people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my point. My point about the Valentine's thing and after was uh, love and uh, romance. As far as... Yeah, fuck it. Good night, everybody. (laughs) You're just going to have to wait. Fuck it. I agree. Fuck it. Good night, everybody. Mike. No. Mike, masturbate. (laughs) Good night. Thank you. I have to admit it. I've tried couch sex before. It didn't work out very well for me. I just ended up with a couch cushion stuck in my ass crack. Maybe I was doing it wrong. Oh well. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora, and Rick Anderson. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us at BeerPlus3 at gmail.com. Good night. Karen's so I got, awesome. I got four fucking subjects. Super K, man. Super fucking K. I've got Constantine. <laughs> I've got Kim Jong's Special haircut. K. 13 Superstitions, Valentine's Fallout. I know we had more because those were oh. all Rick's, Rick's stuff. No, Just, that was it. It was the Grand Budapest. Oh, Grand Budapest. I didn't get that. Um, Valentine's Day vodcast review. Okay. Constantine, Kim Jong-un, hair, superstitiones. Kim's new do. Now, here's what's going to happen. Yeah. Here's what's going to And I need you guys' help with the introduction. Okay. In a world <laughs> where gluttony, apathy, 
Wait, let me start over now. I need to. In a world where gluttony and apathy rule, three man boys take on the world's problems one beer (laughs) at a time. This is where you guys chime in is. Yeah. Beer plus three. All at the same time. You just have to. Oh, okay. you're In your own individual low voice. Okay. Do it. Beer plus three. No, at the same time. One, two, three. Beer plus three. <laughs> One whose road rage eclipses simple violence manifesting itself as angry diatribes he unleashes upon the internet. He is Richtor Manderkan. Hello, nice to be here. No, you have to come up with a, a line that would be in a movie, oh. like one, one of the uh, one of the uh, like one of the one-liners from the eighties that like Stallone or or, or uh, yeah, uh, the, you know, um, you know what I'm saying. Think about it. Think about it. Dwell uh, on it, and then the other, whose sexual prowess is only known to one himself. <laughs> Miguel Zambora, Fister Lad. <laughs> and then he would come up with his own one-liner. Mm-hmm. And finally, the voice from the void. A man so generic, his presence is felt only by teacup schnauzers. <laughs> Listen as they battle the forces of overprivileged mediocrity and being overtly American in... Beer plus three. Coming soon to a podcastery near you. Very nice. I like that one. What do you think? I like it. <laughs> okay. So you're going to do... You're going to give us the count because we're going to need you to What's give the, us the count. count? You don't no, need no, no. count. What's Here's the, your cue. Tell us what it is. Again. Your, his, okay. Both of your cues is one beer at a time. And then you both say beer, beer plus three. three. No count. No count. Just give on, it like on a your mark. We're gonna just gotta go. Yeah, it's it's a mark. Beer plus three. Just yes, at the same time as a duo. Yeah, okay. as it were. So it means if we just kind of listen to each other, we'll we'll stay in sync with it. That'd be easy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then when I, one who's road rage, and then when I say Richtor Manderkan, he's gonna give us a one liner from an eighties. Cheesy slasher, my, whatever. Where, where my lack of '80s movies is gonna is gonna be make it a, a problem. No, just give us a one-liner or, or something that is <sighs> cheeseball. Yeah, think of like super American hero. Yeah, circa 1986. We're talking <clears throat> Rambo. We're talking Chuck Norris. <laughs> I didn't watch any of those. We're movies. talking whatever you can come up with. Come on, what what do you think would be? What do I think that those guys would say? What um, do you think you would say? <laughs> Pink Floyd <laughs> rocks. <laughs> um, think of road rage. What do you get angry at? <laughs> um, bicycle. <laughs> People not signaling. Bicycle. People not signaling. Bicycle. There we go. Signaling. Maybe I'll just say, uh, <laughs> uh, those fuckers that signal. <laughs> Signaling is free. <laughs> Signaling doesn't cost you a dime. There you <laughs> there go. go. Perfect. Right. Then I do the uh, the other, whose sexual prowess is only known to one, himself, Miguel Zambora, Fister Lad. And then, what's your line? 
Give us a line. Be fap, 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 <laughs> fap, fap. That's perfect. That's perfect. Enjoy fapping in hell. <laughs> exactly. Fat, 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 fat. Enjoy that in hell. <laughs> See, you you know you know one liners. Come uh, yeah. on. Well, kinda. I was I was trying to think of an eighties one liner, something specific from the eighties. All I could come up with was uh, something from hell. Yeah, yeah. Han Solo's uh, well, then I'll see you in hell. I'll see you in Schmel. <laughs> All right. Oh. Are we ready? Oh. I know you're Are we not. Centered? Are we centered? <laughs> wow, that sounds like it hurt. Should we, uh, do you Mike? Mecca, lecca, high, mecca, honey, ho. Mecca, lecca, high, mecca, fuck a tiny hoe. Mecca, lecca, high, squish that tiny hoe bitch in her hoe. Jesus. You mean her smoho? Her stinky, funky monkey hoe. There's yo hoes, there's smohos, and then there's yolos. You give her a little bit of this with a little twist, and then a little up, and then a little pull. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my Oh, that's how you make him go, gooshy, 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 gooshy. Slap, 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 slap. Palm, 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 tweak, tweak, tweak. <laughs> Come under, squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. Oh, I hope you're recording. God, this is yeah, yeah. But this sounds like a you're sound like a dance instructor. <laughs> Patrick fucking Sweezy. <laughs> Shit. Okay, now I gotta focus. Focus. <laughs> Take one, episode 36. There we go. <laughs> What's our line? <laughs> beer plus three. That's yeah. beer your cue plus is three. one beer at a time, and then you both beer, beer plus, plus three. three. Line. <laughs> <laughs> You're staring into the middle of distance again, aren't you? Yeah. Fucking great. douche. <laughs> okay, I'm right. Mecca, lecca, high, mecca, hiney, ho. Mecca lecca high, mecca honey ho. Mecca lecca high, mecca honey ho. Mecca lecca high, mecca honey ho, 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 and here we go.